Happy New Year. It's the end of 2013 and we are in 2014. The end of the year and the beginning of the new year is a great time for reflection. What was, what is, what could be in the new year. And if change is on your mind, I wanted to just share some tips for moving into change to support your health in a way that could be more long-lasting. Health always seems to top the list. Here it is for you. I want to lose weight. I want more energy. I want to be more fit. I'm going to go to the gym every day. Are you in that group? Maybe you're in that group that goes to the gym more in January. It's a record month for gym membership. You start a new diet. You quit sugar. You quit coffee. You quit alcohol. You put your texting down at the dinner table for a while. And then what happens? You start to drift back into those habits. Okay, don't worry about it. You're not alone. So I wanted to give you some tips for maybe how you can move forward a little bit more effectively in the new year to benefit your health. And I think it's really important to first start by asking yourself, how would you like to feel? Do you want more energy? Do you want to feel more balanced? Do you want to feel calmer? Do you want to feel healthier? Kind of thinking out a little bit further than tomorrow or this minute. But when you do all this, what do you want the end result to be? By doing this, you keep your eyes on the prize, the end goal, and you connect to it. You've got to connect to it because that's what's going to keep you going. And then I think it's really important to look at maybe what's the thing or the things that get in the way, the obstacles, what we call the obstacles to cure in making these changes. So let's let's start with your energy. You want to ask yourself, am I sleeping enough? Am I sleeping well? Am I eating real whole food or am I keeping myself going with caffeine, sweets, carbs, alcohol, taking medication, all of that? Are you getting enough time for yourself? I mean, it's really important to recharge and connect with ourselves first so that we can reach out and connect to others. Are you doing things that you love, things that you enjoy? Are you in a difficult relationship or difficult friendships which are draining your energy? And being honest with yourself, have you been experiencing some type of stress? It might be like really high-level stress, some kind of trauma, or it could just be low-level stress that's been going on for a long period of time. Any kind of instability, financial, work, school, anything like that. And if you're going through some kind of hormonal change, I wanted to say if you're a woman going through some kind of hormonal change, but men do too. But especially if you're a new parent, um, if you're a woman going through perimenopause, those hormonal changes are going to affect your energy. They're going to affect everything about you, your mood, your sleep, your cognition, etc. So if you've answered yes to any of these questions, why don't you start where you're having problems? And instead of adding on new things, let's see where we can start removing some obstacles to cure and addressing the problems that are, working with what is, knowing that we want to be somewhere else in the near future but we have to have some kind of through line that keeps us going. So if you're not sleeping well enough, you've got to get some help on that. 
You can do, you know, working on your sleep hygiene where you're making sure that you're turning off TV, computers, stopping texting, keeping the phone out of your room, a couple of hours before bed that you're not eating late at night, you're not eating heavy, spicy foods that are stimulating. Maybe you need to take a hot bath, or if you can't do that, just sticking your feet in hot water where you start to take the energy down away from your head into your feet to help you settle a little bit. How about having a cup of relaxing tea? I'm an acupuncturist, and I know that acupuncture and herbs are incredibly helpful in working with any kind of insomnia or sleep disturbance. So you might want to check in with your acupuncturist or if you have a massage therapist or a naturopathic physician or a holistic physician where you can work on on sleep because that if you're not sleeping, you're losing a lot of energy. I mean, I know women who are up for two hours a night, three to five in the morning. Now think about that. If you miss three, four nights like that, where you're up for one to two hours, you've missed one night of sleep a week, and that's really stressful. How about food? Do you find yourself just going for sweets and carbs and you kind of have a hankering for a lot of snack food and chips? Well, first you got to clean out your cupboards. you got to get rid of those things out of your house so that you're not uh, tempted by them at home. Maybe you don't know how to cook, so how about taking a cooking class? Even on the web, you can take a cooking class for free. Get your friends and family on board to eat more vegetables and new ones at that. How about trying a new vegetable or fruit a week? Getting rid of all the white food in your diet, adding color to your plates. You have greens and oranges and reds and blacks and blues and purples and beige, beige being those whole grains. How about getting rid of coffee and giving yourself some green tea? Just reducing the stress on your system. And how about time for yourself? Are you the type of person that schedules yourself just endlessly? And you could just go, oh, I never get the time. I don't have any time. Well, you've got to make it. Just like 30 minutes once a week, something to look forward to, a sacred time just to connect with yourself. Or meditation, learning to meditate. You can go to mindful.org and learn more about mindfulness meditation. They even have some simple things that you can do at home. Yes, I'm adding on lots of lists, but I'm just trying to cover all those territories for people that that seem to obstruct uh, feeling healthier and feeling more energetic. If you've got relationship problems, you may need some help with that. And there's no shame in going to a mental health professional or your pastor, your rabbi, your teacher, or priest. Anyone can help you just kind of talk through the issues because when we open up and we share things with people, actually something in our body changes. The physiology of how things work change. When people have more social connection, inflammation in the body goes down. We find recovery rates improve. We find illness goes down. So keeping connected is really, really important. And everyone has relationship problems at some point. It's just what happens when people are close. And how about stress, which all of these things that we've talked about already are stressful, but that's the biggest umbrella of all obstacles, and it includes that lack of sleep, poor food, lack of nutrition, no rhythm in our daily life, difficult relationships, hormonal shifts. Because stress is a body experience, and we can transform that. 
by tending to our physical body. So anything like, if you listened to the show last week, I talked about simply just breathing, simply taking some moments to be present in your body by stretching, breathing, listening, connecting to where you're sitting or standing. If you have more time, exercise is always going to help release stress and get some endorphins in your system so you just feel more relaxed. Body work, acupuncture, all those things are going to help you just kind of change that stress cycle that you're on. Listen back on our interviews on mindfulness meditation, and you'll, you'll see that meditation really is helpful in increase, increasing our immune function, increasing positive emotion, decreasing stress and anxiety, making us feel less lonely, improving our memory, focus, attention. It even changes the gray matter in your brain. Okay, hormones. You've got to reduce that stress again. Oh, goodness me, I'm giving you something else to do, but stress has a lot to do with how our hormones function. So going back to exercise, breathing, acupuncture, your naturopathic physician, just getting some support. Sometimes we can't do it all ourselves, so we need some extra support from herbs or supplements or some kinds of therapies. And there's no shame again in that. We all need extra help. If you can't change your life, you you can change certain things within ourselves. And I think lastly, and the most important thing is really to have mercy on yourself. As my mother says, we are a work in progress. And every step that you make in bringing you along a road to feeling better, more connected to yourself, more energy, any changes you make in your habits, any obstacle to cure that you remove, that you infuse more health and vitality into your life through your food, where you make an effort to try to take care of your sleep cycle, brings you forward on this path to being healthier. And it may be slow, and it may not be direct, and you may veer off of it. But when you veer off of it, just notice how you feel. What did you do? Oh, gosh, I ate some junk food, and I feel lousy. Well, that's information. You now know that eating that way doesn't make you feel good. And if you remember your goal of wanting to feel healthier and more energetic and calmer and more balanced, then you'll know that I don't really want to feel that way. And so I don't really need to do that. Or I I need to find something else to support me. Have compassion for where you are right now, for who you are right now. And that compassion will start to extend out to others, and that will bring you happiness. So I wish you the happiest of New Year's in 2014. And I want to thank you for listening and being part of Health Currents Radio community of listeners. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear from you on our Facebook page at Health Currents Radio, on Twitter at Pearl Natural. And when you listen in, know that you too have the power to make and transform your life through your health and be part of the change that we so much need in this world. Happy New Year.